Hold on. I gotta call the girls. Hey. Hey, cousin. Hey, girl. All right, let's get into it. Thank you for listening to Calling the Girls Podcast. <laughs> Hey, it's Faye. Hey, everyone. It's Crystal. Hey, y'all. It's Jazz. And welcome to Calling the Girls Podcast. First of How all, y'all doing? So <laughs> yeah, that's because we done got turned up before we got on the on this call. <laughs> Ciao. Jasmine. So you never worked at no call center before? I've never worked at a call center. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, Fatima, you worked at a call center, though, didn't you? Girl, I'm alive. Me now. too. I did. Like, I, I'm still in a freaking call center. I'm really thinking about transitioning to something else, y'all. But I don't know what else. <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. It's like I want to do something that's um, where I can be flexible. And I'm also trying to be in that part of my life where I'm trying to accept where I am and be happy. Like, you know how you can get caught in a moment where you're constantly planning for your future, but you're not living in the moment? Right. And um, I went to a church Sunday, and the pastor was talking about how, you know, sometimes we don't get things right away because, um, you know, it's just not our time. Like, we're, we're still playing catch up. Cause like God has already sent down our blessings, but um, we're still still playing catch up to get them because we not we not mentally and uh, physically ready for them. So um, we try to catch up to you know where we need to be to um, get there. But you know you you going to get the blessings that you that you ask for, but it's just going to take some time. And I was I was thinking about that because I'm like I'm I'm that type of person that's always planning for my future. Like, I'm always planning for my future. And this, I was like, okay, I'm trying to do something different this year where I'm trying to live in a moment and live in the now. Because I'm always like, oh, I just want more. I want to do this. I want, because it's just like, but it's like, like the pastor was saying, like, we got to start telling ourselves, I love it here. Like, I love it right here where I'm at in life. Because you're, you're where you at, where, you're where you're supposed to be, right? You're where you're supposed to be at for a reason you're here for a reason so it's like you're supposed to love where you're at and even like um I was looking at an interview with Jay-Z and he was saying like you know enjoy enjoy the journey because once you get to the top that's like that's just it like it's like he said he said like he would have he wished he would have spent more time in enjoying the journey like his own, like his climb to the top instead of just like, okay, what's next? Boom, what's next? So what's next? And I was like, dang, I, like I'm starting to realize that now because at some point, sometimes I'll be feeling like I'm just not doing nothing. Like, but I'm not doing what I want to do for my future me. And that's what made me feel like I'm just not doing what I need to, what I have to do or what I need to do. I don't know. Do y'all ever feel like that? <laughs> All the time. Now, when you threw that emphasis about um, Jay-Z saying that he wished he would, uh, I guess, appreciate his journey and lived in the present, girl, I ain't gonna lie, like, 
I literally been trying to live in the moment because these past couple of weeks, I've just been reviewing my past and it's just like, dang, I miss working at Saturdays. Like, the come up, like, is when I really was living. Like, so, I definitely can agree with that. What but you I'm mean, gonna, like, the come up was when you was, like, living? What you mean by that? Like, girl, I was carefree. Like, I'm more focused now, but it's just like, why am I, well, I don't know, I'm trying to find a word right for it, but mm-hmm. responsibility, like, I had it, but it's just like stress-free responsibility. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, compared, like, now that you got your own business or something. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. now it's all on you, right? It's not Girl, like, yeah. I get, I can understand that because I think, I think, like, um, Excuse me. I think like um, when it comes to well, what I'm thinking of when you think about that is like I've been kind of in in the same like I'm in the beginning part of like starting my own business, right? But this is I y'all know I wrote a I wrote a book before and I just did everything so fast, like everything just happened so fast. And like with this business idea that I have now, I've been like literally taking my time. And then you know how like when you have people that's around you that's like got businesses too and I mean you know it's cool to have accountability partners and you know tackle goals and stuff but it's like at some time it's like I don't want to rush and put my business out there because it's just like I want to make sure that I'm taking my time and developing it to the way that I want it to be. And, you know, you can see people that that's also doing the same thing, like, you know, got their business going too, but it's like constantly every day it's like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, whatever. And it's just like, okay, um, well, I'm, I have to tell myself, like, well, I'm not there yet, and that's, that's absolutely fine. Like, you not, like, me not being there yet is absolutely fine. I have to tell myself that, like, just because somebody else is, you know, doing everything fast and accomplishing all their goals so fast doesn't mean that you have to accomplish your goals so fast either. Like, this is not a race. Like, take your time and develop yourself. That's just, like, I realize more, I have to spend more time working on me than working on my business. Because I'm, if if I don't got myself together, then my business is not going to be together. Right. And then it's just, it's just, uh, more so like, you know, everybody don't move at the same pace and, you know, how somebody got somewhere, you don't know, like, you don't know what somebody did to get there, what they went through, what right. their obstacles were, you know, everybody's journey is different. That's what makes life great <laughs> to me, yeah. anyway, like, to know that, you know, like, ain't nobody going through, ain't nobody going through what I'm going through or seeing, you know, the things that I see. Right. Um, we all unique in our own way and we all do things according to like what we feel is best for us so that's why I said I agree with you on that um what um Crystal what you're saying because like I said I was in I had a I, I felt like I had to make this type of decision earlier this week about like a choice that I was gonna make at my job and I was just like praying about it, like, well, God, I need the answer right now. <laughs> and um, and it's like sometimes God be like, No, you don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you don't tell me what to do. I give the answer when I'm good and ready. <laughs> and um, I felt like that's where I was at because I was just like, Dang, I don't know what I need, what I should do about this situation. Like, I feel like th- if I do it this way, then everybody else will be 
I mean, it'll it'll be better for everyone else. But if I do it this way, it'll be better for me mentally. Like you ever get to you ever had to make a decision on something that was um you had to, either it was going to benefit you um financially but was going to hurt you mentally. Mm. Let's say like you got a gig or something or a job or something. Financially, it's a good job. Financially, you're about to make some money. But mentally, it's going to drain you. Well, yeah, because um, I worked at a bank for a long time. I loved the job. But, like, mentally, like, it was just so much, you know, like, and they were going up on everybody's uh, pay and stuff like that. But I was just like, you know, it just wasn't worth it to me. So Mm -hmm. I lived. Like, it just, I didn't want to have to deal with that. The stuff that I had to deal with every day, even working at the airline, like, that was my dream job. Like, but the shit I had to go through, like, on a day-to-day, like, I just, it just wasn't for me. Like, I was just like, you know what? We're going to have to figure something else out because this ain't what I expected the dream to be. And that's And that's what I say, like, you know, everybody's journeys are different. A lot of the people that, you know, I met, they love that job. Like, I mean, it was a cool job, but it was mentally stressful. It was physically draining. And I was just like, I don't want to do this. Like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I changed my mind. <laughs> We're going to go back to the drama. Mm. I, um, I can relate with you. Um, especially like, you know, having a plan of how you want to do things or how, you know, you're going to go about doing things and then it turns out totally different. You know, COVID done blew us by storm, so everybody's back to the drawing board. You know, I didn't think I'll ever go back to retail, um, mm-hmm. but I did. And um, just being in situations where being the only person working, you know, as a cashier was mm-hmm. like the most craziest thing. Like I was like, yo, dealing with attitudes and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like two being two seconds from walking out the door. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, but then I gotta, I gotta pay this bill. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so in that situation, like, yeah, I don't want to be there because, it's so much going on. It's mentally draining. I have to do this. I have to do that. But I'm only one cashier. Sometimes I don't get a break. Sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like you said, it's mentally draining. But then mm-hmm. it got to a point where it was like, I had to change my perspective. And, you know, I'm a person that's like, okay, well, I'm cool. Just don't push me. You know what I'm saying? So being in a situation where it's like that, where I feel like, okay, my, my back is up against the wall. I'm the only person here as a cashier right now. And you going off right now and having to go about um, talking and communicating with people differently as opposed to what I would do outside of work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I can honestly say that that right there had... Um, I gained confidence in what I would tolerate and what I would not tolerate. And um, 
I gained boldness also. And um, I I gained confidence. So although I was two seconds of walking out the door, I changed my perspective. Of course, it didn't happen overnight, but it had to do I had to do a lot of praying and a lot of thinking. And mm-hmm. um, by changing my perspective, it's like, you know, I don't have a second plan right now. This is what it is right now. But until then, I'm going to just stick it out. And by mm-hmm. me sticking it out, certain things, it didn't bother me as it first did. I, I, I noticed a change in me. Um, certain things didn't upset me as much. Of course, I'll get upset, but how... You know, it was in the beginning. Nah, it wasn't as bad as it was. And I know, like, who was it? Somebody said, like, you know, if you're in a situation and it could be, like, really mentally draining, the first thing you think is, "Uh uh-uh, I ain't about to tolerate this. I'm leaving. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But in a situation like that, it's like, okay, I can either leave or I can be without. And it's Mm -hmm. like, at that moment, it was like, I'm going to just stick it in right here until I find something better. And in the end, I gained something that I've been praying for. I gained boldness. I've gained, mm-hmm. you know, the courage to not tolerate certain things or to, you know, better communicate myself, you know, in situations where my back may be up against the wall. So. Yeah, sometimes we can tap out so quick. Exactly. Yeah. That override everything. Yeah. And it's like to think about, okay, what can I what can I learn in this situation? What can I learn? I'm at this job. I don't want to be here. But what can I learn here? What skill can I grasp while being here right now until something better comes? Mm-hmm. You know? You always got to look at, you know, you have to be, you have to be thankful for the situation that you are in. Right. And you have to look at those situations. You know, nothing is permanent. That's right. Unless that's where, unless that's what you want, nothing is permanent. It's always, you know, something that's in that situation that you need to see or you need to learn from for you to get to the next stage. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and it's crazy. It's crazy that a verse just popped up is fight the good fight of faith. Mm-hmm. In the conflict with evil, take hold of the eternal life to which you were called. And for which you made the good confession of faith in the presence of many witnesses. Mm-hmm. So in any like situation, how, you gotta have faith. I like how um, what you said, Jasmine. Like when you pray for it and you get you got what you pray for. It's just some, you know what? Sometimes I be like, God is so he has yeah. this. He has a great sense of humor. Yeah. Like I see where I get it from. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because he, he um the way he does things, y'all. Like it'd be like, really, guy, you really. This is how I got to get this. Trip, okay, yes. Yeah, he be crazy <laughs> because I literally like I would tell you one thing that I learned from my situation um that I'm in right now is. When like with how you say jazz when you was like you never thought you would do this position before and then you end up doing it or whatever like I'm I, I'm like the same way like I I never thought that like I would go from full time to part time 
But what I what I know that this situation has taught me was to humble myself. Right. Because when you ain't got a lot, when you ain't got a lot to work with financially, um, right. and and you know, it's a lot of you like when you ain't got, financially, when you don't have a lot, you can't make a lot of moves, right? You gotta move. You have to move a certain way because now you got to be. I don't, I don't want to say cautious. I want to say more so aware. You got to be more aware of the choices that you're making. Um, it, you know, just be. You have more awareness, and uh, you got a lot more free time because so now you got more time to sit and um, like you're. You be more self aware of what you're doing. You spend more time with yourself. And then, right. and and you always end up learning something. Like like I said earlier, you, it takes time to learn something. But it's like I think back, right? And I think like the prayers that I prayed for years ago is what's happening to me right now. Like mm-hmm. I prayed to God so that I could have rest. I like I was like, you know, God, <laughs> I need rest. I am like at this point in time in my life, I was working three jobs, y'all. I was working a first shift, second shift, and third shift job. And, and it was, I remember on um, Wednesdays and Thursdays, I would stay up literally for 48 hours. Like, y'all, I didn't even go home for two days. Like, I would literally change on my way to, the, on my, way to my next job because it was, it was two different jobs. I would be changing on the way there. It was crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy, but I was I remember, and, and then I ended up getting sick, and I was like, I just felt so alone. I was like, man, I'm just so alone. My family all the way in North Carolina. I don't have nobody taking care of me. I'm coughing. I'm crawling on the ground because I'm so sick. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, dang, like I wish, I just wish I would have somebody that to be here with me when I'm sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wish that I had people around, you know what I'm saying? Or, I, you know, it was just everything that I was praying for then, I have now. Like, I have a relationship. I have somebody who's actually here for me when I'm when I'm sick. I have um, time to rest my body. Like, the years that I spent working, now I just had a whole year where I was just literally just resting. And then other people, it may look like, dang, all she do is just, like be resting and sleeping and just, but I'm like, now I have more time to focus on my mental health. I have more time to focus on like what I want in my life right now. Cause I'm just like, man, everything I have to remind myself, like when I start feeling overwhelmed and stressed, I have to tell myself like, Stephanie, will you pray for this? Like, why are you so worried right now? Like these are things that you ask God to give you. He's giving you what you ask him to do. And it's like, now you don't want it. Like, this is something that he gave to you. And God is always going to give you something, give you what you ask, but he's going to give it to you at the time that you need it. So I have to remind myself, like, Stephanie, just because you didn't get time to rest back then, it wasn't time for you to rest then. It was time for you to grind. Mm -hmm. It was time for you to Mm -hmm. hustle. It was time for you to go get it. Now you can rest. Now you can focus on your health. Now you can focus on your mental. Like everything, like the time that you have right now, you can use that time for everything that you prayed for before because this is the time that is going to um, do it. Because before you know it, the things that I'm praying for right now will come to pass. And it's going to be like, 
okay, all right, the resting time is over. Now I gotta focus on my I gotta focus on my business. I gotta focus on like, you know, who knows, like my my family, like the like starting my own family, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, okay. <laughs> I have to, you know, that's why I say it's, it's something about right now. It's just making me realize, like, Stephanie, focus on what you have right now. I think this is the most important thing that God is trying to tell me right now, like in my life right now. It's just like, don't worry about the future and don't worry about the past. Here is where you need to be. You need to be right here mentally physically emotionally you need to be right here because this is the most important i feel like this is the most important part of my life right now at at this point right now this is the most important part of time because what i'm doing right now in this season is going to impact the next 10 years of my life i feel like that i feel like what i'm doing right now is about to make a big impact of like the next few years of my life wow Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm just, you know, in that moment. But, you know, like you said, we got to be thankful for our situations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That That's totally true. And it's like, you don't even realize what you have because at times, I know I have been, you know, guilty of it. You spend more time complaining and then it's like, you don't even realize what you have right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just take a moment and silence yourself and just recap what you have. You know? Mm-hmm. And don't worry about what you don't have or where you're not at. You know, you're going to get there. But right now, you just got to make a detour. <laughs> Y'all know who came across my feed today that I just had to stop and pray for her. Mm. Megan Good. Mm. I had to stop and pray for her. Who you thought I was going to say, Crystal? Regina King. Oh, yes. Her, too. Oh, my goodness. Her, too. Oh, my gosh. That is so heartbreaking. I Mm. I don't even know. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I don't but even definitely. know like the full story of like how he um ended up like killing himself. I don't know that yeah. full story or where he was at or if she was near or what. Yeah, but even if she walked in and seen that, it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And they had showed like that um Video where she had got her award and she yeah. had thanked him. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, you just don't know what people is going through. Do y'all remember no. seeing that video where that man had killed um his baby mama and his um ex wife? Yes, people are crazy. Yeah, he had killed. He had killed his. So basically, it was like a story. He um. He w- he had recorded a live. I don't know. Was it Facebook Live, Crystal? I or saw Instagram? It on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, I saw um, Facebook. It was on Facebook. He he recorded himself on Facebook. And he was like, Yeah, y'all. So my baby mama, she me and her just got into it. Did she try to tell me that I wasn't gonna see my child anymore? And when she said that, that was just a trigger because it brought me back to old thoughts of when his ex wife did that to him. And he said he would never go through that again. 
So he basically killed this baby mama. He shot her. He, I think she, he shot her in the head or something like that, mm. and killed her. And then he left. He said like he he was telling us like y'all y'all wouldn't even believe this. I killed her. Like he was just talking to us like yeah, I I did it, man. It's crazy. But the moral and then he this is his like words. He like the moral of the story is y'all can't play with people like that. Y'all don't know what people are going through. So don't sit up here and tell no man that you don't want him to see his kids. And crazy. yeah, he said, and it triggered so much in me that she did it to me. He's like, but I got to think. He said he was really sitting there thinking because he was like, it's what's causing what caused him to kill her was his ex wife because she did it to him. So he was like, yeah, well, now I'm on the way to kill my ex wife. He was like, because she's the reason for all of this. So as soon as he said that, like, he she was the ex-wife was coming out the house and he was like, Oh, there go my ex-wife right there. And he took off running, girl, and chased after her and he killed her. Oh my goodness. Yep, and the kids was in the car. Mm. Mm. I was like, Oh my God, that's crazy. But it's just social media is is something like for you to be so comfortable to just say that. To just get on there. You know, like it's your diary. Like social media is not your diary. (laughs) Yeah. But, but I'm going to tell you one thing about social media. It has its pros and cons. It does. Now we know, like it used to be a point of time where we like, why would he kill her? But now people are like him, for example, they're going on live and they're talking about it. They're like, well, this is why I killed her. So, like the the thing about it is that now we know why he killed it. Now we know why there are some people out here that do the crazy stuff that they do. You know, they are speaking up and saying like, "Well, I did this because it was one point in time." And I'm like, we just didn't know about like why people was crazy or why people was, you know, mentally ill or right. you know, we didn't know that. And honestly, if it wasn't for social media, social media, we wouldn't have known that. So many of us black women or black girls was experiencing anxiety and depression like we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because just to think, like we would have still been being the black strong woman if it wasn't for social media. And mm-hmm. my that's just my opinion. I feel like if it wasn't for social media, a lot of people wouldn't have spoke up and said, I, I got anxiety, I got depression. Because if you would have said that in a regular black household, they're like, ain't no roach, you just need to mm-hmm. toughen up. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it would have it definitely changed the dynamic. It's got its pros and cons. Like it definitely do. But it I, does. I, I think one of the pros about that was, you know, that. But the story that I seen about um Megan Good, she was exp- expressing like this was the hardest thing that she ever experienced. Like this it hurts really bad, this divorce that she's going mm-hmm. through. Right. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to say something too. On the other thing, it just, you know, brings light to what may be not a big deal to you is a big deal to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know how, like, you can tell, like, somebody, like, you, even with friends, you know, or with families or, you know, you can be like, oh, girl, I saw such and such and we don't speak no more, but. I, I still can't stand seeing that person. And somebody will say, oh, girl, just let it go. Like, get over mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? But little nobody really knows why you feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, 
So it's like we just got to be careful with what may not be a big deal to us could be a big deal to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. agree with that because yeah. I mean, even if it's a small thing, like I talk about that all the time. Like, okay, that might not be important to you, but it's definitely important to me. Like, right. I and I, I speak up on a lot of things. I'm like, well, that that's really important to me. Like, because sometimes people mm. like you know may take you for a joke or. Right. Look at you like, girl, that ain't even nothing. Like, why are you even here worried about that? Like, why are you even thinking about that? Well, it may not be big to you, but it's something big to me. Like, right. Because right. we're all different for a reason. So that means exactly. we're all different. We all think different. Mm-hmm. And our emotions are different. So it's like, take that in consideration, especially when you say, oh, this is my girl. I love my girl. That's my girl. We'll take consideration of how I feel about something. Oh, yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't be sitting up and saying you, I'm your girl, and then you're not taking what I say into considerations now. Right. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> right. And I think like sometimes um, when I when I, I when I'm learning about myself, it's like, yeah, apparently I'm not a good communicator. Apparently, I'm not like I look for me. What? I you? say that for me too. <laughs> I what? I clearly because um I don't know where the where this point came to where I don't know because how I grew up there was a point of time where you could vent to somebody and not look for somebody to fix you or give you solutions right like if like. If I just vent to y'all, like I'm just talking to y'all, no, oh, yeah, this is what's going on, just venting, you know. In my mind, I'm just thinking like we're all gonna just have a casual conversation. We just, you know, listening and just sharing. Venting mm-hmm. to me is I'm sharing my story. You may share your story. You know, we just talking. But apparently nowadays, people <laughs> people don't just vent. They like if you talk to somebody about your problems. I mean, or not even just about a problem. Like, you just venting to somebody about a situation or something that's on your mind. The other person now is just looking for a solution. Well, what do you need? You need me to fix this? Like, okay, well, won't you try this? Won't you try that? And it's like, well, wait a minute. I'm not looking for a solution. I'm just trying to vent. Uh, Yeah, I'm just trying to talk. And I'm like, I had a situation where I had talked to, like, three people about something. Well, I tried to anyway. I tried to talk to like three people about, or maybe it was two. There was a couple I tried to talk to about a situation, but I never got to finish it, to finish the whole thing because it started like as soon as I started talking about it, it just started coming out with different, um, different solutions. I was like, well, wait a minute, I'm not looking for a solution or look, look to be fixed. I'm just venting. I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not looking for well, what. Well, what should I do about this situation? I never. First of all, I never asked you for your opinion. Um, I was just sitting up here venting. And I said, and I even mentioned to the person, I was saying, you know what, you know what, why I love talking to God so much is because he actually just listened to me. Like, he don't cut me off. He don't say, well, let's try this. Let's do this. Look. And God is just like, okay, I'm here. I'm, I'm listening to you. And that's why I really, I really admire about him. And I'm really so thankful for him because sometimes um people we could just get caught up in a moment where somebody may call you and just want to talk to you about something and some people just look at that like oh that's so negative like oh I don't want to hear this negative conversation or I don't want to be a part of this negative conversation but it's just like 
you're not trying to be negative. You're just venting. And I think at some point um, in society that people start taking venting as negative Nancy. Mm-hmm. Where? Let, let me say something. Go ahead. Let me say something about that. Like, because, because I'm the type of person, like, all my, well, not all my friends, because I ain't got that many, but the little bit of friends that I do have, they'll call me, you know, and want to vent, and I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. But where where the issue for me lies when, when it's in regards to that is, if it's like the same thing over and over and over again, it's like, bruh. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's like, well, I know you just want to vent, but what do you want me to do? Like, I mean, like, you know, like, you want to call me about the same thing, you know, what, I mean, it just, it, for me, I just, I just don't be having, I'll be like, I, I don't have the time for that right now. It's not that, it's not that, you know, it's, me being negative it's just that you're bringing that negativity like I might not be in the space to want to hear you know the same thing over again mm-hmm. so I listened to this video the other day I can't remember quite who it came from but the lady basically said that her how her friends work is as soon as they like answer the phone she'd be like girl okay so are you in this space to do so and so or listen to so and so or like, okay, what kind of friend do you need right now? Do you need that listening friend? You want me to give you my advice, opinion, like something like that. So I definitely start shifting my mind today just because I found myself sometimes like some of my friends will come talk to me, girl, and it's like I will, like, well, their problems will wait on me mm-hmm. after I get off the phone. Like I didn't got off work <laughs> and I'm sitting here listening to this. And they do. Like, dang, now I'm even more tired. So mm-hmm. now I learn like, okay, girl. I'm not in the space right now, but you know, we can talk about this. Give me a couple of hours or so and so, however, my boundaries is going to do for me. Right. And see, that's how I am too. I, whenever I need to vent, I normally come off and say, hey, I need to vent. Are you in the proper mm-hmm. space? Because I'm the same way. Are you in a proper space? Because even I'm that way too. Like my phone, my phone don't ring as much because I have set boundaries. Like I have set boundaries to where people like I don't have a lot of people just call my phone and just throw stuff out. First of all, my phone only ring maybe two, three times a day. So the people that do call me, I know they not calling me to just dump dump shit on me. You know what I'm saying? Like most of the people that's calling me, they they do spread positivity, but I know sometimes at the same time people go through shit and they just really need somebody to talk to. But that also goes off of you knowing your people you know what I'm saying like you know who you communicate you know the circle that you have because I don't have a circle where I'm just having like negative Nancy's like I have a circle where I have positivity um consideration like I have a circle where I have people where where it's a support team but I I'm like I am the type of person that if my cup full I'm willing to pour into somebody else like that's that's just me but the circle that I have, like, I know that the person that I can call and vent to will pour back into me because I pour into to them. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like this time I just felt like I I just was talking to the wrong people and that was on me. That was just on me because it's like when you start communicating with somebody else differently, like let, let's say you decide yeah. to 
communicate with somebody else because the normal people that you're around that you need to talk to just may not be available at that time. Mm-hmm. So you just want to, and just, and it just so happened that, you know, this conversation just, you know, it just came apart because somebody was there at the moment and it was just like, oh, okay, well, you know, I just want to share this, but then it just didn't go that way. And it make you think like, well, damn, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, it's like you be, you be wanting to, bring people on and like just communicate little things but then you start realizing like some people ain't just meant for certain conversations with you like Mm -hmm. it's just certain things now I know that Stephanie you can't talk to like I'm I'm saying everybody but it really ain't that everybody but you can't talk to everybody about everything Mm -hmm. like it's only it's like certain people that I could talk to about finances certain people that I could talk to about girl stuff and certain things certain people I can talk to about you know certain things but there is a time like in my life that I'd be wishing like I wish I just had that one person that I can talk to about everything but I know it's like it's like I don't I know like I I I really really would love to have that but I know um it's just really hard that's that's hard to come by yeah no, I believe yeah. in fairy tales. I'm sorry, listening. I know, me too. Crystal, that's that Sagittarius. Girl, because, exactly. Because yeah. me, my man gonna be all that, period. But even no, when okay, you have a man, like, I have, I have a man, and it's just like, some things just don't be clicking. I'll be like, no, listen. And men are fixers. So when you go to a man about everything, they, to them, they like, you said men. Yeah, <laughs> they want to <laughs> fix it they don't want to see you like you know whatever you going through they just trying to figure out well, what can I do to fix this you know what I'm saying but it's just you don't understand what venting is either like you have like you said you have to teach them what that is that's something that you have to teach them like I know they say well you can't you know te- teach a man or do all this stuff that they be saying but you got to teach people how to communicate with you like that's just that's a but relationship that comes down to you knowing your people yeah you like some people don't yeah. get it so it's just like like I'm in the process of like me and me and my boyfriend we're still learning each other and that we're gonna always learn each other like well mm-hmm. if you with somebody you're gonna always learn them and you're gonna always because they're gonna keep changing they're gonna keep learning things about their self and I'm gonna keep learning things about myself so as I learn more about myself and I learn that I'm changing I always like let let my um boyfriend know like okay you know I realize this is something that I'm starting to do now like I, <laughs> I never did this before but lately I've been you know really into doing stuff like this and I shared that with him and like oh okay that's <laughs> you know all right well that's different you know what I'm saying but that also like just as much as I share with them like something that's new I also have to share with him like well hey when you have when you talk to me uh, about this it this bothers me or when I've come to you about certain situations like this I would rather for you to respond to me like this you know what I'm saying it's just relationships are a lot of work and I'm just yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what relationship with a couple and relationship with a friend that's or so a family mm-hmm. like relationship relationships in general, in general. is yes. a lot of work like if you really wanted to work it's gonna you gotta put in a lot of work. Some work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, because I sometimes I just be like, uh, oh my god. Like I have to put my hand on my head, like, bruh. 
because the reality is different right and the reality is we can't read each other's minds yeah so how i think that you should respond to something you're not going to respond that way and right versa so Mm -hmm. it's like communication communication is a life learned lesson but here's another (laughs) thing too that i learned about communication everybody communicate different exactly because what i think of communication is Somebody else might be like, "That's not communication." No, this is communication. So I, I'm learning that too. Like everybody communicate differently, mm-hmm. and it's like communication is important. But you also have to know how to communicate with that person because everybody don't communicate the same. Because Lord, I, they don't. They don't. <laughs> they do not. And it's just like you know what you may not take serious somebody like you said somebody else will take it serious it's just like oh okay well hold on let me go back because <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to hurt nobody's feelings I was just you know speaking up on about this because I was just I, I thought this was you know like you grow up in an open household like my like how we grew up <laughs> like my, my, my family we grew up in a loud house like we grew up in a house where we all yelling at each other and then we just move on. Like, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> <laughs> that toxic. Girl. <laughs> Open-ended <laughs> argument. <laughs> yeah, we like, you know what? You know, bump you. All right, well, mama said, let's go get something to eat. You, you want to get in the front? Yeah, I'll get in the front. You know what I'm saying? Like, we grew up on that type of energy. Say what you got to say. Yell at each other moving. and keep it moving. But to some like grow like um being in a being with somebody that totally grew up totally different, like no, you don't just yell at people and then you know just think we about to be cool right afterwards. No. Because <laughs> you know, it's so crazy because I got that on I got that growing up, period. Like my mom's family, um, like in, in my in my household with my mom and my brothers, it was um you know chaos but then with my sister and on my dad's side and it was just me and her it was kind of like you know got to be a little bit more sensitive just a little bit because you know my it was just weird because my mom was like the peacemaker and my dad was like the hothead but the households were different they were swapped so it was Mm -hmm. just weird so I had you know I had to learn how to um to deal with that like uh um, you know, being able to handle my sister is different. My sister differently than I do with my brothers because it's different. She wasn't raised the way I was. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, I get that. That that like I said, that plays a major role because it's just like how you grew up too. Just it kind of, and not even gonna say how you grew up because sometimes like. You could grow up a certain way, but then when you get like in your early 20s, you start developing yourself and changing your mindset. And then you become because, you know, when you get in that point in time in your life where you start working on yourself and then you go back around people that you used to be with and they say, oh, you acting different, you brand new. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, I just learned how to develop um, and um, learn and process things differently from how I was, because what I was experiencing was not healthy for me. So I'm doing something that's healthy for me because this is better for me. So yeah. That was wonderfully put. (laughs) 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 
I don't know. I just feel like I had to say that. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, you just put things out there in the uh, in the universe. Like, I don't know. I'm just putting things out there. Like, this year, I'm just trying to start putting more things out there in the universe because I know how I want to be treated. And I just don't want to get to that point in my, in my life. I think, like, where we at in life is when someone told me this, too. Where we at in life is where we starting to, like, as we in our late 20s, about to be in our 30s. Um, this is a time in your life where you start setting your own belief. Yeah. Your okay. own belief about things like what you, what you believe is true and nobody else can. I think this is the part where we start to get set in our ways. Yeah, <laughs> The beginning of getting set in our ways, like to where we like, up, oh, nope, not one thing I'm not going to go for is this like, <laughs> the no tolerance zone yeah and to be honest i think i always been sitting my way my way's been the same yeah for the most part like you know like i grow up i grew up you know perspective has changed but you know i still feel the same way i've always felt about a lot of things yeah i feel like now i don't i feel like i changed like a lot of my like the things that i used to value i don't really value those things no more and i think like for me coming from North Carolina into um, Georgia, that kind of changed a lot for me. Like that whole big transition. Well, to me, that was a big transition because I was like in Georgia by myself. So not being around family really changed. It really changed a lot about me because I wasn't around my family anymore. So they couldn't tell me who I was. You know what I'm saying? So when I was in a place where I was by myself, I got to be whoever I wanted to be. And then I start realizing, like, oh, I know who I'm, who I'm, who I want to be right now. You know what I'm saying? The person that I see myself is. I think when you take yourself away from family and friends, and you put yourself in a place where you ain't got nobody, it molds you into be the person that you're supposed to be. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but that was um, that's pretty much it, ladies. <laughs> Um, you know, we just, I'm like, I'm just getting to the point where I guess we just learn how to communicate a little bit better yeah. <laughs> and get, yeah, and that ways. comes with growth. So mm-hmm. keep growing and it'll get better and better. Yeah. And I, I have to tell, I have to tell younger, like my younger sister the same way. Like, um, cause I have to remind her like, girl, you just maturing. Mm-hmm. It's just so cute to see people grow up, mm-hmm. girl. It's it's crazy. Girl, every time I look at my sister, <laughs> I still picture her as a little girl. I, I know. Yeah, grown talking to me. Yeah, I heard my little brother cuss. <laughs> now, mind you, my brother is twenty one. <laughs> he been twenty two this year. I heard him cuss, and I was just like, hmm. Like I didn't say anything. <laughs> it's just listening to him cuss. I'm like. He don't even know how to cuss. Like, because <laughs> I still be looking at, and I don't know about y'all, but like, I still have, when I have dreams about my siblings, I don't have dreams about them at the age that they are now. I still dream of them like they're young. Mm-hmm. Have anybody else said that? Or whenever y'all have dreams about y'all uh, siblings, they be grown? Yeah, they be, that. no, they be younger. They younger. be younger, right? Okay, I wonder what it is. Like, is it because that's how we see them? That's because how. Yeah, just because that's just how you see them. Yeah, I never see like my little brother as twenty one, and in in my dreams, he always like the baby, like yeah. under uh, like toddler. 
<laughs> he little. <laughs> and it's almost like you gotta it's almost like that's just how like for my sister she's always like I was there when she was born so it's like okay well yeah so explain that that explains why the dreams may be like that because mm-hmm. yeah because I know for yeah. sure I'm always gonna see my sister as my little sister I can just tell like because mm-hmm. she's the baby she's literally the baby right, right. she mm-hmm. is four years old y'all mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. I, I just don't see myself ever seeing her like being anything but the baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's something when you got a little baby brother and sister. Because my little yes. brother, he's like seven or let's we'll see, he was born when I was like twenty one. Eight, like seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a little brother. <laughs> so yeah, it's just so funny. Our parents, Fatima, had babies yeah. when we grow. Like, what is y'all doing? Started literally all. <laughs> what is <laughs> right, I was twenty one. My dad's gonna say, "Yeah, I have a son early." I'm like, "What? <laughs> why? Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Why? Why? <laughs> like, so now this feels awkward because like my kid is gonna grow up with his uncle and they gonna be looking like cousins, <laughs> right? Y'all like looking like cousins. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, who that? That's your uncle. Like, no, because my aunt, me and my aunt is, like, the same age. And I always mess with her. I be like, auntie, she be like, bro, you call me that again? (laughs) She be getting mad. She be like, this is my little sister. I'm your big sister. Like, she she tell everybody that I'm her sister. She be like, you is not my niece. This is, I'm, mm -mm." but all my other brothers and sisters, she'll say, yeah, those my nieces and nephews. But she will not call me her niece. She tell everybody I'm her sister. She said, what do I look like? We the same age, same size. Everything, no, I'm not doing it. I'm like, yeah, okay, auntie. I'll be doing that job to make her mad. <laughs> She's like, you call me that one more time. <laughs> but yeah, that is so funny. Uh, oh, well, they gonna grow up one day. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, I am gonna wrap this up. It was a nice joining with you guys tonight. Um, for all of our listeners, again, y'all can um, definitely check us out um, at Calling the Girls Podcast. Y'all can follow our Instagram, YouTube, and we are on all the platforms where you can listen to podcasts. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, y'all stay tuned to the next show and share this podcast with others. (laughs) Tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell (laughs) another friend about us. (laughs) But all right, ladies, y'all have a good night. You too. Have a good night. Have a good night. Love y'all. Bye.